podcast listeners. This is Ed Franklin with the Ed No Limits podcast. Please contact me at edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. If you'd like to be on my podcast or you know somebody that would be a good guest, I'm always looking for guests. And uh, you're welcome to come on and talk about just about anything you want. Stay away from religion unless it's we stay away from politics, unless it's just a piece of what we're talking about. But I try to stay away from those things just because I don't want to get involved and you don't want to hear my opinion anyway. Um, still recognizing can uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as you can see behind me in my hat. Uh, so important for women and men to go get checked out if they feel uncomfortable or if they're just, just get your annual physical. That's the best thing to do. And to make sure you don't get affected by this. I mean, we have friends, we have you may be one of those people that are affected by it, and it's so bad, horrible. We don't want you to, um, you know, be sick. We don't want you to have to deal with this. And so make sure you're out there getting checked. And like I said, I try for the whole month to to at least acknowledge that I'm, you know, supporting the cause and that um, anything that anything that can help, prayers or anything that can help, we'd love to have you get involved in. So this is the fourth time I've started this podcast. And that generally happens when I take notes and there's so much to talk about that I, I want to get started off the right way. So I'm going to try to go a little slower, try to hit the points that I made. And I did take some notes because I started this yesterday, did about a 30-minute podcast and just trashed the whole thing because it was so bad. Um, it's not always easy getting up in front of this camera. Let me rephrase that. It's always easy getting up in front of the camera, but I always want to give you information that I think it's going to help you or that's relevant to something that's going on. Um, I don't have any problem with the camera. It's sometimes it's my content, right? So every podcaster I'm sure suffers with this. And if I had more guests, guests are much easier because they lead me down a path or I can lead them down a path one way or the other. So yesterday I posted a picture of me from a Snapchat, Snapchat filter of my head on top of a bodybuilder. And uh, it looked cool, right? Kind of when I first saw it, I'm like, damn, that's what I'd look like if I worked out like that. Well, most of you know, that's not me. And uh, obviously, because there's no tattoos. And plus, he's got a different body than me. <clears throat> so, and I posted it online last night because I thought it would be funny to see what kind of reaction I got. And I got all kinds of reactions, right? I got a lot of funny things back. You know, Ed, we didn't know you worked out so hard. Well, I, I do work out, but I don't work out like that. I don't eat like that. And I'm not that age. Uh, I got some funny things that, hey, you forgot to put the tattoos in. I said, that's the point. The whole point of it was that there was, it's an illusion. So, you know, social media can be this huge illusion. And we don't know. My mom used to tell me that believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. And I think I'll change that for her and say, believe nothing of what you see and nothing of what you hear on social media. Unless you're 100 absolutely sure, 100% sure that that's that it's real. Right. So I posted this picture. If people didn't know me and I just posted this all over the world, it's photoshopped good enough that somebody would probably just look at it and say it was a bad picture, but you can see the substance of the picture. But the fact is, it's a lie. It's not me. Um, it's just like these people that come out and say things, these, uh, you know, money gurus and real estate gurus and exercise gurus and diet gurus that come out and give you that magic pill that can fix your body in, you know, in six weeks, eight weeks. You can take this potion and if you drink it, all your body fat will go away. You know, I'd love if that was true. It's not true. 
Uh, I know you know that's not true, but it's enticing, right? So what's social media trying to do to us? What has the world become where we can't even get, we can't even, we don't even know if news is true. There's so many outlets and things coming in and going out. We don't even know what's going on. Now, it could have been the same way when I was a kid, but we had a lot less, um, a lot less channels on TV. We didn't have, you know, we had the radio and TV, basically. We didn't have social media, of course. So we didn't have this stuff coming in. And, and you know, you're really being cyberbullied is the, is the reality of this whole thing. You know, they talked a lot about it in schools. I went to a, a <clears throat> seminar for my eight-year-old granddaughter a few weeks ago, and they talked about cyberbullying and how these predators try to get a hold of kids um, through gaming ports and things like that. And it's, it's really disgusting and sickening. But, you know, as a kid growing up in this time, I have to imagine that they think a lot of what they're seeing is true. Um, that they have these, it's funny because I, you'll ask my grandson and he's told me at one time he wanted to be a YouTuber, you know, when he gets older, because there's this guy that's making $200,000 a month, one guy. And it could be true that he's doing that, but kids don't have the ability to formulate that that's one person out of, you know, 4 billion, 5 billion people on this earth. So back to the social media thing, you know, I was talking to my son yesterday and we were talking about looking for work and, and, uh, you know, how these employers have gotten to a point where everything's electronic and they're looking for keywords and they're looking for, when they're scanning your um, resume, they're looking for keywords and algorithms and things like that. And they're not in interviewing people. And it's kind of such a facade that they're just putting this out there. They're missing out on some of the best employees like me. If I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with a lot of these companies, two things would happen. They would make up their mind if I was a good fit and I'd make up their mind if they were a good fit for me. But apparently they're getting so many applications, it's impossible to do. It's not impossible to do. They've ruined the way you you know look for employment anymore, and they're ending up hiring off of a piece of paper rather than hiring a person that could really be, benefit their company. But look at the dating world out there with this cyber dating and all this stuff too. It's the same way, and they make jokes about the picture that you see online versus the person that shows up to your to your door. I mean, we're just being you know run through the mill with these Facebook posts and how everybody's got a perfect life. And then you'll have somebody might post something that's real and you're like, ah, I don't think that's true. Probably the ones that say they have a perfect life are the ones that aren't true, but that's not for me to say. I don't know those people. You know, I use social media for a couple things. I celebrate my family when something good happens. I stay in touch with friends from the past. I stay in touch with people. I have friends from all over the world that, you know, they'll put information out there that, what they did that day or what they did last week or a vacation that they took. And I love that. It's kind of like having a nice conversation from afar and I don't have to necessarily spend time talking to them or vice versa. So what my concern with all this is, of course, is for children and adults as well, that we're kind of being sold an information that's not good information, right? It's, it's kind of starting to us to make us look at ourselves differently. Now, when I go to the gym and I work out, I don't have, I'm by far have the body that I, you know, have in my mind or that uh, I'd like to have. And an older I get, it's a little, gets a little bit more difficult, but I'm, I continue to get told that this is the way you should look and things should be. And that's not reality. On Saturday, I was at a, um, 
at a uh, Poway High School where I went to high school, Alumni Association Golf Tournament, and saw a lot of friends from high school, a lot of friends, a lot of people I didn't know that went to Poway High. Um, just, just a lot of different, you know, kind of a big variety of people, guys and girls. And, you know, we all looked like our age. I mean, we weren't, nobody was stood out to be perfect or, you know, some people lost weight, some people gained weight. You know, if by this point in your life, you've been through enough crap in your life. You don't care about the clicks. Although I did notice that a couple of people kind of fell back into that, which was just found that interesting, but they were still acting like they did in high school and maybe <clears throat> still not talking to certain people because of the click they grew up. And it was kind of, it was, actually kind of humorous to watch 60 plus year old people and 60 minus year old people kind of fall back into those same clicks. But you know, it's important. We don't let the social media do this to our children where they're giving them this, this, um, you know, this is how much money you'd have to have. And this is a car you have to drive. And this is a body you have to have. And this is a, the lipstick and the teeth. And, you know, they, it's advertising, of course, just like it was when we were kids. But just we're bombarded with it. I mean, it's just a barrage of, you know, how you should look and how you should feel and what you should, what your orientation should be sexually and what your gender should be and all these different things that we're getting bombarded with and who you should vote for and who you shouldn't. And although we had it when we were kids, it was minuscule compared to the way it is now. We're just bombarded with it now. And like I said, we're being cyber bullied and being told what to buy, what to do, all these things. And it used to just be, I guess it was easier to take when it was just manipulated by marketing people, but now it's everybody on earth is doing it on social media. So you have to kind of start thinking once in a while, what's your reality? What is, what is, what is real in your life that can affect, you know, where you're going? I mean, just by virtue of this podcast here, I come on, I come on here and I talk positively about what you can do with your life, how you can get over limitations, how you can do all those things. But I want to make it really clear. If you have a life that's good in your eyes, in your mind, in your reality, you're happy with that, and you don't have any limitations to get over with, to get over, that's up to you. I'm not telling you you have to change your life. I'm offering you a possibility that you can do it on your own, and a lot of it has to do with what's in your mind. So as we're seeing these people on social media telling us how we should be, what are you telling yourself you have to be? Are you happy with where you're at physically? Are you happy with where you're at mentally? You know, we have a lot of problems in the world and more so over the last couple of years with COVID and we had a major election and we have different sides of Paul, you know, the political sides are so just trashing each other. And as we get closer to November, we're seeing more of that locally. We're seeing, and it's just this hatred that just is, I just get so sick of it. I just don't know why we have to do everything on such a negative um was in such a negative way. Last week I had a podcast and I talked about one of the council members in Poway. Just stop with the, with the mudslinging, you know, run a positive campaign. How often do you see that where people are giving accolades, accolades to the person they're running against and then giving a reason why they might be better? How horrible is that? I swear, I think that's the way to run a campaign. And I think it would be just, you know, um, I think it would just be so much better for, uh, someone to run a positive campaign. I have a note down here. It says, what are you seeing in the mirror every day? Is that reality or is that Facebook? Or is that your Facebook reality? I know many of you come onto Facebook and you're very honest and you're, you know, uh, I see a couple of my friends, they talk about their grandchildren a lot. They get an op opportunity to spend a lot of time with their grandchildren. It's the most wonderful thing in the world to see them out doing activities. We do the same thing. We go for a bike 
right? We'll post where we're at, how we rode by. It's just fun. But how many people are in a lot of pain that are coming on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, whoever, and telling us that they're not having any pain? We know that's not true. We have suicide rates are at the highest they've been in, a, you know, in forever, I think. So we know there's a lot of people with pain out there. And I think that Facebook and these social media platforms are not helping that because they're they're feeling like they're not living up to what they're seeing on these social media platforms when in actuality, the social media platforms are bullshit. They're just, most of them are fake. Um, I see fitness girls online that have no blemishes on their body, not one blemish on their whole entire body, right? They're probably airbrushing them or whatever. <clears throat> now, I don't care if they do that. That's great, right? It's like television. It's like what's inside the box versus what's, you know, what do I have to deal with on a daily basis? And that's okay. Um, but what's that telling a young girl? I mean, I have seven daughters and um, just like any girls, they were insecure about their bodies and the way they looked and the size of certain pieces on their body. And, you know, we had to deal with that individually and, you know, and tell them, look, this is what God gave you. You know, some people have bigger noses, ears. I lost my hair. I don't need to go get a wig. Um, no one's going to convince me that that's a better look for me or it's just what it is, right? So you deal with what you have and you deal with it like that. These outside influencers, um, and just by that title, you know, the influencer thing is that there are these people that are going to influence you into something like the Kim Kardashians of the world. And I mean, I'm not going to get into Kim Kardashian, but uh, look at her history. I mean, where did she come from? Is that really how you want to be successful? Um, I got to get off that topic because we can get way off topic in there. So I guess the thing is like, who should we be? Uh, you know, what what should we be doing to make sure that we're not being influenced by these people? Listen, I could take, if, there, if I have a hundred listeners, I could take all hundred of you and you all grew up differently. You all went through different problems. You went through different celebrations. You, some of you had been married. Now you're not. Then you got married again and not, then you get married, whatever, whatever your pain is. Facebook should not be telling you who you, who you are. You should be developing yourself on your own and who you want to be. You know, we don't all buy the same color cars. I think I said that on the last podcast. We just have to try to remain as confident as we can as possible with what we have and work with what we have. And look, I, I can't guarantee you that you're not going to have any more problems in your life. In fact, I'll probably guarantee you, you will have more problems in your life. You don't have to deal with those as they come. You can't, you know, predict a lot of those things. So I guess you have to keep telling yourself, you know, I don't know how many times it takes when you wake up in the morning that you're good enough for where you're going. And I don't want to use that quote from Saturday Night Live that you're good enough. And uh, That's an old, you got to be really old to remember that. But um, they made a joke at it, or I'm telling you it's a reality. You really need to... Um, Work on yourself, not on other people, not be influenced by this outside outside stuff. Um, I'm turning the page. You know, um, I'm going to back up a little bit. When I did that, when I did that Snapchat, I sent it to my kids. I sent it to my oldest daughter and my son, just as a joke. And I captioned it with, you know, if I would have taken the time to do this uh, when I was younger, I could look like this now. And I got a really interesting text back from my son, which made me very proud um, of how he said, and he says, you know, dad, if you would have taken the time and the money uh, away from your family 
to do that, to work on yourself like that and to spend all that, you know, taking substances that were probably bad for me and doing all those things. Just think of the bond you would not have with your kids now. I mean, you took time out of your life to bond with us kids. Now you're bonding with your grandkids. You're still bonding with your kids on conversations because you put time into that. And I tell you, I was very proud to hear that because I thought it was really, you know, it was a lot of wisdom on his part. And he's right. I mean, these guys, and I'm not criticizing the guys that spend time in the gym and spend money on, do that's up to them. That's what they want to do. I had a lot of children. It was, it was incumbent upon me to spend time with them in my eyes. And I did that. We spend, Kit and I spend a, a lot of time together. And, um, and I appreciate that. We can never get that time back. So it was, a, it was just a, it was kind of an interesting um, reaction from him to get that. Uh, because I wasn't, I was very surprised by that uh, from my son, but I was proud of it too, because he's growing up and I love that he uh, said something like that and acknowledged me too, as a dad, that I did spend time um, with that. Um, so anyway, I posted this picture and I'm telling you, it was just so funny, the reactions I got. And um, I was looking on just about every, I'm on social media a lot because I'm advertising for brilliant marketing ideas. I'm advertising the website. Excuse me. I'm advertising the podcast. I'm advertising for brilliant marketing ideas. So I'm very interested in kind of the reactions I get on things because it helps me guide my marketing and, you know, who those people I want to touch. And a lot of times I'll push on my history button. <clears throat> and it'll take you back to this day, you know, and it goes back about 10 years, I think, since I've been doing this stuff and I've been posting these positive things in the morning. And the history is a good idea sometimes and not sometimes not so much because I do see the kids when they were small or I see Carson when he was just a little guy and he's 15 now. But I also see me posting things about my progress, uh, whether it was working out or at work and things like that. And it irritates me a little bit because my progress got stalled a bunch of times, right? Just like you, I started and stopped a million times. And I guess the, the lesson there is to keep starting and stopping. Um, but one of these days you got to stop stopping, right? You got to, it's the old, uh, you know, you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. And um, like I said, sometimes the history, sometimes the history makes me happy. Sometimes I get irritated because I'd be on a path. A few years ago, I told this story a million times. Kit and I went to a trainer and really got into the best shape that we were in in a long time probably since we were very young. Um, and it's kind of irritating that we kind of let things get away from us. Now, I'm not 600 pounds now, but I'm definitely not where I was at the end of that, uh, at the end of 2019. And um, I'd love to get back to that. And it's going to take some work for us to get back. And we're committed to it. It's just like you. We don't want it to take six months. We want it to take six hours. right? But... Um, so talking about that, you know, I post these things every morning, try to find something positive to post. And I, you know, I steal the, I steal them off the internet. Some people send them to me. That's kind of cute when they do that. People send them to me and say, Ed, you should post this on your thing more. And I do when they do that. And I appreciate them doing that for me. And um, I tell you, there's, there's times I just want to post anything. I'm like, I don't want to do it today. You know, I don't want to find anything. But inevitably, someone will text me or mention on my 
on my Facebook post that they really appreciated the fact that I posted that because they really needed that today. And of course, I didn't know what situation they're in. I don't know anything about it. That's all they'll say about it. But I appreciate when they do that, and I'm glad that I posted it then, right? Because I want them to, uh, I hope it helped them that day just to kind of, you know, see to the muck. Man, it's not easy getting out of bed every day, right? You you guys all know that. And and some days we just need a little push. And some days we just don't, we just don't feel like doing anything. We don't feel like going to the gym. We don't feel like, you know, looking for a job. Um, we don't feel like doing any of these things. But we got up and we got to go up. We got to get up and just drive through it. We got to drive through the pain, drive through whatever we're going through right in that minute. You know, my this whole podcast ultimately is going to be about helping the people that are listening, right? Or helping me to it. It's therapy for me as much as it is for you. And just helping you get to that next level and telling you that there is no magic pill. Um, it's funny when I hear business coaches talk about how. Um, they can help you turn your business around and this and that. Listen, you guys already know how to do your business. Unless you're in your 20s and you need some, you know, you need some of that experience or knowledge. We're here for that. I'm definitely here for that. If you ever want to be on my podcast to talk about that, I'm totally on board with that. But most of you that are, you know, 40 to 70 years old, you know your business. You're you're probably struggling with more limitations within yourself than you are uh, in business. Or you're struggling with, you know, your picture of yourself, you know, your self-esteem. Um, we've talked about storytelling a lot, and I'll do another podcast on storytelling soon because I think it's super big uh, to pick that story we want to tell ourselves. And um, not the story that Facebook is telling us or Instagram is telling us. We need to be coming up with our own story and make our own social media in our mind, not and we don't need to go out and broadcast it every two goddamn minutes either. We need to use it as fire in our belly. But I, um, I brought up something that I was I was going to talk more about when another one of the campaign um, guys. Whoa, my camera just went out of focus. But I don't want to get into that politics stuff. But I can tell you, I'll tell you this much about it. What I'm not seeing, and the only reason I talk about Poway is I'm close to Poway, and I know I lived there, I grew up there. And I know a lot of the people that are in this in this mix of people. <clears throat> I know them personally. I don't see any enthusiasm. It's just there's just like no sense of urgency. There's no fire in their belly. There's no excitement. I've been like that my whole life where I'm just I'm always motivated, man. We get into a situation where you gotta get a job done. We just I just dig in and I can get other people to dig in too. Everybody's so calm about this thing. Like they're so they're so adamant about the other people being horrible, and then they just lay back and say, "Yeah, well, I could do better." Well, you know, really, that's all you got? You could do better. How can you do better? They never want to tell you that. So I think um, maybe part of the lesson on this, <laughs> besides the the non reality we see on uh, social media on a regular basis. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need some water and don't have it here. I think, uh, like I said, we need to create our own reality, not what social media is trying to tell us. And I know you all know that, and but you all fall into the trap too. There's always that, uh, you know, that woman or that guy that 
maybe looks better than you did at that age or whatever it is. There's always some, something society telling you you're not good enough. These people are good enough, but you're not good enough. And then you should give these people your money so you'll be good as them. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, it's so funny how these these gurus, these money-making gurus will come out and tell you something of how you can how you can make money and how they did this and how they took advantage of this and that. And the next thing you know, they're going to jail. Terrible. Um, just heard of another one, and I'm not going to mention the name because I don't know if the information is true, but it seemed kind of legitimate from the source I heard it from, but I'll find out more about it and mention it later. The other thing is um, I was just listening. I was reading something again about a poor guy that just committed suicide, another kid. I think a college kid that was an athlete. We had that college girl that was an athlete uh, earlier this year committing suicide. And, man, this is the worst thing. I've been close to somebody who who did that, who took their own life at a young age. And it was so unnecessary. You know, it was so, it was so tragic and just makes me sick to my stomach to think about it now. And it's been, it's been some years, but it was really, it hit us hard. And, um, uh, Actually, there's more than one, but the one I'm speaking of was a neighbor, and uh, it was just, it's just heart-wrenching, and I think it's even worse, and I think social media is not helping it. Um, this cyberbullying, a few, I don't know if I mentioned this, because I've started this podcast so many times. A few weeks ago, I went to my granddaughter's school and listened about cyberbullying, how these people are trying, I think I mentioned it earlier, but they're trying to take advantage of these kids through gaming courts and things, and these kids are just like little sheep. I mean, they don't even, they have no clue that someone out there wants to hurt them. And we really have to, as parents and grandparents and brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts, we really need to watch this shit because it's it's rampant of what these people are trying to do. And we live in probably one of the capitals of human trafficking too here in town. And um, this is another thing, social media, uh, the ugly side of social media too is just human trafficking. In that seminar I went to, they took a girl this is a real person. They didn't mention her name, of course, or show her picture. But this gal from the San Diego Police Department, who's like an admin that goes around to the schools and talks to kids about this, found this girl in Texas. And she just kind of started finding, you know, finding out, see how much information she could find about out about her. I mean, she was down to what time this kid went to bed and where, she, where her bed was in the house. That's how much information these kids are putting online and how accessible it is if you were a predator. Uh, it was really sick. It made me sick to my stomach to see that um, it's that easy to do. And we're careful with our kids, with the grandkids here. And I hope that my kids are careful with their children because this is, I mean, it's its crazy. And, and kids innocently put things online that they think they're talking to a per perfect person, you know, that they know. And there's these other people have... Um, these other people have um, access to it. So, and there's always, like I said, this joke, this joke about dating where you date somebody online. I've never had to do that. Thank God. I don't think I could do it. I have a lot of friends that utilize that on a regular basis, which is funny to me, but um, I got to take a quick break, but you won't know that. Sorry about that. Had to get a drink of water and you did good. See, I can edit that out. You don't even know. But um, yeah, it's sickening. It's funny to me. And, and uh, I don't know. It, it's just funny that, that people are dating online. They're looking at pictures and listening to people, what they say and talk about 
they got to be full of shit, right? I wouldn't tell everybody bad stuff about me. If I was going to um, date somebody online. So you're probably not getting 100% information. And listen, I have some friends that have been very successful, people that are married now. They met online, and I think that's great. But, uh, you know, back to this picture I posted, um, if you listen to this Facebook, if you, I'm sorry, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't seen the picture, go back to go back to Facebook and look at it. Man, I look, I think I look great, dude, but I don't know. Um, uh, and the way I did it was so easy. It only took about 18 seconds, right? So I'm one of those guys. But, um, of course, I don't look like that if you were here. So anyway... I know this was a pretty fast podcast. I jumped around a little bit. I, I just wanted to kind of to uh, talk about social media and how um, much BS it is. There's some good parts of it. There's some great parts of it. Uh, there's some bad pieces to it. But the, the kids are really, uh, I'm really worried about kids with social media because it's so accessible. And, you know, I asked my daughter the other, or granddaughter the other day, uh, if some of her friends have phones, and she's nine, by the way. Oh, she's eight. She'll be nine this year. And she said they do. And I was like really surprised at that. Now, they don't bring them to school. I don't think. They're, she didn't tell me they brought them to school. But um, I, I can tell you this, that the reason my kids had cell phones when they were in, I think, junior high and high school is my oldest daughter was playing basketball one year. And I got a call from her. Like she came back from the game on a bus. And I had to pick her up at Poway High like at 10 o'clock at night. It's pitch black up at Poway High. There's no lights on. I pull up and she's standing outside by herself, just right there by herself. Now, thank God, one of the moms and their daughter had stayed there with her and waited until I got there. And I was maybe 10 minutes away. And I was so mad when I got there. I was like, where's the coach? So he left. And I was so angry about that that um, maybe the mom told him she'd stay or something like that. But I immediately got her a phone and said, look, call me when you're on the bus. Call me, you know, 10 and I'll be there when the bus gets there. And as we started thinking about it, you know, at the time, it was really a safety feature for our kids. It wasn't something we had to, um, they had to have, and social media wasn't as big back then. It was just kind of getting started. But we were those people, and we still do it with our kids today. If they leave the house, we want them to text us when they get home just to make sure they, I do it with my wife. I'll text her and say, hey, I made it here if I'm driving to LA or something, just to let her know a little peace of mind. Um, but boy, has this turned into something that's just, out of this world and here people are getting fired in the uh, you know in the nfl and nba and all these places for doing bad texts or texting something and you know it's just gotten crazy it's a whole nother piece of this world that wasn't around when we were kids and i'm glad it wasn't around when we were kids do i use it in po i use it in a positive way and i love it i love technology i just got a new phone and the thing is just it's out of this world how what the thing can do so anyway, if you check out my picture, it's not me. You probably know that when you see it, but it was fun. The responses were fun to get. And um, just goes to show you that you never know what you're getting on social media and you need to be really careful uh, in business, especially if you're meeting somebody, this Craigslist shit, that the stuff that goes on with that, and selling stuff on Facebook. And, you know, I know it all seems super innocent, but you're all pretty smart. You know, it's not. But anyway, keep posting positive stuff on Facebook. Keep contacting me if you want. You can contact me at edfranklin.nolimits.gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know somebody who's be a guest, keep supporting Breast Cancer Awareness Month and let's make sure that our friends and family 
are aware and they get out there to the doctor and get checked out and not just for breast cancer for anything else you might be feeling uncomfortable with um I, I appreciate you guys listening please share my podcast when you get an opportunity please subscribe to my youtube channel i'm doing some new things with some uh, programs that'll be coming up and hopefully it's going to get me more listeners so if you have any ideas for my show send me an email hit me up on facebook linkedin instagram snapchat TikTok, wherever you got to go, hit me up. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend and I'll have another podcast next week. Hopefully it'll be something fun.